Hello, everybody, and welcome to Golf vs. Golf, the hybrid podcast where we discuss, debate, and analyze everything in the world of golf and disc golf. I'm your co-host, Charlie Tinsley. With me today in studio, as always, Aaron Vellini. And not Anthony Vellini. And Anthony is not here today. Anthony actually had a tournament, golf tournament, um, which we'll probably just let him. Yeah, we'll let him t- talk about that because t- it wasn't good. It wasn't his. It wasn't his finest hour as an athlete. But so we, I blame this on you because you said always last time, and now Anthony, the very next episode's not here. It's like I cursed it. But we do have a special treat for y'all listeners. We have in here in the studio studio with us on the microphone. Drum roll. Is the one and only DJ B Willie. Brandon Wilson, how you doing today, Brandon? Good. How are y'all? We are hanging in there, and also not in studio, but our wives are here, and I've got my kids here. So if you hear an abrupt interruption, probably one of my two boys. But anyway, let's get on with it. Got a got a few things to go over today. We've got an interesting disc golf or not disc golf, excuse me, discussion topic, and we got a. Got a few tournaments to discuss, but before we do any of that, we've got some business to take care of. Our sponsor for this episode is is Brandon's um, company. Brandon, tell us a little bit about your your company, your your startup you got going on. So there. it's called Wilson's Video Production. Started doing weddings, and church events, and business events. Couple, Sounds legit. Well, I done a wedding couple about a month ago. And everybody started liking how it turned out, and everybody's like, you need to start doing this on the side. I was like, all right. So now I've got three weddings booked. I've uh, got a church event next week. So getting pretty busy with yeah, it. Yeah, and he said he did his first wedding, but he's been doing video stuff for, yeah. for a while now. So it's not like he's just been doing this for a month and decided, hey, let me start a company. He, he's had training. I know you've yep. taken the class, editing. And uh, at our church, actually, he's a big part of the media team. So he is very experienced. If you need something in this area, give him the name one more time, Brandon. Wilson's Video Production. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. I'll say this. Without uh, DJ B. Willie, this podcast would not be possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's Because we are about morons when it comes to that stuff. I enjoy doing this. It's It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. And speaking of fun, what a fun episode we had last time. If you have not watched episode four, our interview with world champ Sarah Cunningham, I would go ahead and just pause this absolutely, and go yeah. back and listen to that. Some of the insights she gave us was amazing. Super fun interview, super fun show. But she did send us some discs, and we are going to give away one of, them, one of those discs today. We had a few respond and reach out. I'm disappointed a little bit in it, though, really. You felt like I feel like we should have had more comments, but well, we're new, and I feel like we'll probably get better at you know making the giveaways. But with that being said, we do have a few names, so I am going to. Um, I have the disc here. It is a super cool disc. It's a Innova Rock Three Team Stamp Star Rock Three with her excuse me her signature on it. Very cool disc. Give that a feel real quick. Feels good in the hand, don't it? It does. I can't. I still can't throw it though. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to let Aaron or Brandon, Brandon, alrighty, pick us out the lucky lucky name again. Brandon, is your name in there? It's your in. Okay. It's not. All right. So here we go. Let me look at it first. 
Oh, man. We might have to redraw. So, I'm kidding. So, Drew Price. Drew Price <laughs> is our lucky winner. I don't know. Has he ever played? Uh, no. We know Drew. Uh, right? Not that I know of. So, Drew gets the lucky disc, He or he is the lucky man that gets the disc. Today. Drew is my brother. This was not rigged. I did not it, pick the name. It was Yeah, it wasn't rigged at all. Uh, but Drew Price gets it. So, Drew, uh, you will pay shipping and handling. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll get it I'm to sure you. Aaron can get it. That's to a him. very nice disc. It is a nice disc. All right. So thank you once again, Sarah, if you're listening for that. And Drew, we will get that disc to you. So today's topic, discussion topic for today is this trophies. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to talk about professional trophies in the way of the in our sport that, you know, golf or disc golf. What is our favorite trophy but before we get to that let's take a little trip down memory lane let's go down that lane (laughs) what do you have a trophy that sticks out to you that you received do you have one in any sport any i'm gonna be honest with you i used i used to get i used to get some trophies (laughs) but i have no idea where one of them's at you don't have (laughs) have any idea you don't have any of your trophies no now i do probably you know basketball was my sport but I do remember getting best defensive player in baseball. Okay. Because I made – I played high school baseball, played shortstop, and I made five errors all year at shortstop. I think – I don't know what year that would have been, but if I wouldn't have had a good first baseman, I would have probably made more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, as a first baseman, we get overlooked, but I, I was your first baseman. You were. Uh, my senior year, and you just had to learn to scoop the ball. It's better well, than it being over in your head, though. Yeah, it is better. We'd rather scoop it out of the ground than something that we had to jump for. Brandon, you, you got a specific trophy. Uh, you probably just basketball. I had defensive player of the year during basketball. Did you? Yeah. Nice. Um, for me, I I mean, I have a disc golf state championship trophy that I still have. Here we go. Yeah. I just want to mint, throw that out there, South Carolina <laughs> junior. <laughs> Does that, cha- does that count, actually? It does count. <laughs> I still got the trophy to prove it. Sarah Cunningham was <laughs> that she could tell you all about it. She probably can't tell you. I barely, I can't remember. I can't hardly remember anything about it other than just me winning. Um, no, but I <laughs> – <laughs> No, I uh, – And he's humble, too. <laughs> I uh, Like most of you, I do have my trophies. Some of them, they're downstairs, but I, I could not tell you the last time I looked at them. Yeah, I got tired of seeing MVP, so I just threw them all away. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'll tell you this. There was one year in baseball where there was a kid on our team who was just – he had matured, and we, we were probably maybe sixth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, and there was one boy who just – he had matured, and he was huge, looked like a full-grown man, and he, he hit home runs. And I, I, I remember after this season of Little League, and I was a soccer player, but I did like baseball in my earlier years but kind of went full-fledged into soccer. We go to our coach's pool and uh, – He's given out – you have all the individual trophies, and then he gave out, like, the MVP for defense and stuff like that and the MVP for batter. And we all just knew this boy's name was Kenny. He was going to get it because he could hit it out of the park in sixth grade. And uh, we just all knew he'd get it. And I ended up getting it because my bat average was technically higher. Right. I couldn't hit near as far as him, but I guess got lucky on a few. So that was a pretty cool trophy. I've got two stories here. I remember – I remember Charlie's batting average when he played for our school was actually really good. It was it was over six hundred. Yeah, and I, I do remember that. Did you get best offensive player or anything? That I did year? not. I did not. Well, that was trash. Yeah, <laughs> but so so that's funny because I had stopped playing baseball, and I moved up here to New, to Newman in my senior year, 
I was only into soccer. I probably stopped playing baseball sometime in middle school. And I probably I pitched when I was in middle school. However, my dad, who always <laughs> just kind of likes to boast me up a little more, kind of told the team and the coach of the, the school up here that I was coming in and I was a pitcher. That was not the case. Absolutely not the case. <laughs> they tried me at pitching, and I, I I tried one game, and I walked about eight people. And well, they, I think we had about six on the injured reserve after you pitched to them. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, Dad, just because I pitched seven years ago doesn't mean I can do it at this level. So uh, so I know we're bantering, but I got one more. Okay. Uh, did you ever play basket, organized basketball before you I moved put, up here? We, yeah, like we had a church league. So, Charlie – um, I guess it was your senior year because that's the only year you went, right? Right. So we had a basketball game that day, and Charlie flips his truck on the way to school. I do. He Hold f- on. It was <laughs> Go ahead. The, it was Lake James, Lake Road, and I had an 86 Ford F-150. Yep. Blue for, the I remember old, that like it was like yesterday. Frame. Had to stop it like Fred Flintstone. Yeah. That thing didn't have no brakes. <laughs> it was all, and so I kind of ran off the road, and they just paved, so it kind of had like that gravelly kind of, I don't know, the – asphalt dust and I and so I run off the road and I kind of jerk it back on overcorrect overcorrect and I'm looking at the lake I'm like I'm about to run (laughs) and then I overcorrect again flip the truck three times go to the go to the ER get my head stitched up go play basketball that night and it was I I don't think you played though I I didn't I don't think the coach let you play no Miss Krause you you wanted to play I did but in warm-ups the ball hit me on the head and (laughs) Miss Krause our chemistry teacher at the time yelled from the bleachers, Charlie Tinsley, sit down. And I looked at my coach. I'm like, what do you want me to do, coach? And he was like, you heard her. Go sit down. So I didn't get to play. Man, that's been fun. Anyway, you have, you're not here to listen to us talk about stories. If you are, let us know you like that stuff. Those but are anyway, funny, though. But anyway, um, we want to talk about trophies, golf versus disc golf discussion topic. Now – the reason I'm bringing this up is because I was somewhat disappointed in the U.S. women's, and this has been a this has been a topic of discussion in the disc golf world. The trophies that are given out at these major tournaments sometimes are a little bit lackluster. Yeah, they just if I knew what that meant, I might agree. It's just not they're not very not very good. Thank you for clearing that up. Just me. like you think about this, you're on the biggest stage in that particular sport in a sport that's absolutely booming. And you win the biggest event. People have paid to watch you play, and then they give you something the size of my hand or a disc, yeah, that's and that, that's all you get. So now, with that being said, they might have got more. I'm just talking about what I've seen. Um, but there are some good ones in disc golf, and we'll get to that. And, um, but before we do, I want to I get your take. In pro golf – Regular traditional golf. What is your favorite trophy? The favorite pro PGA major trophy there is. Aaron, what do you got? You, you know the answer. I would assume I know. Yeah, it's the green jacket. The green jacket. Absolutely. Now, now it, not really a trophy. So you win the Masters, you get a green jacket. But is, there's another trophy too, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think so. No. There's nothing no, else. I think it's the green jacket. It's all. They don't etch your name on anything? I'm, Surely. I'm sure they do somewhere yeah, at Augusta. But, but what you know it is the green jacket. Here's what I do know of the green jacket. The only way you can get one is either if you're a member, which I thought was kind of cool. You know, if you're a member there, you can have one. Or if you, obviously if you win the Masters. I thought it was just if you win. I did not know if you were a member there, you could get a green jacket. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. there a difference between the winners and the – I don't think so. Wow. No. 
Um, so, and I'll go into it in a minute on why they done it that way. But um, my thing about it would be is I was doing some research today, and you know, Tiger and Nick Faldo and them guys have won more than one ma- uh, Masters. Right. You only get one jacket. So what do they do? I'm, I'm don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that uh, the ones that they give them at the beginning or at the end of the tournament is just something to put on them. It's not really their jacket because they have to do all the alterations and stuff. Because everybody's. I, I wonder though if it is their jacket, and then they take it back and hem it and alter it later. Well, everyone I've seen, you know, the the sleeves are perfect. So I'm sure they got certain different sizes there. And they'll say, "What size are you?" You know, and it's but but because it takes from what I read today, it takes two months to build their jacket. Two months. Two months because of the because of the stuff they used. And I'll tell you, um, Bobby Jones is the one that created the green jacket. Well, he I mean that's his course, right? right? I guess the Nationals his course. Um, so he's obviously one of the golf's greatest champions of all time. He never turned pro. He was always an amateur, and he won all the majors in the same year. Grand Slam. Which was in like the, what, 30s? Yeah, first Grand Slam ever. Something like that. And nobody else has done it since. Now, we got a Tiger Slam. Tiger won all of them, but not in the same calendar year, but he won all four in a row. And it used to be Masters, U.S. Open, British, PGA. Won them all in a row, meaning winning them back-to-back, but just not like maybe like two in the end of 2000, and whatever. And two in 2001, the, first, the next two. Okay, I got you. So uh, – so, what I what I read was is that Bobby Jones attended a dinner at twelve time Open Championship venue Royal Liverpool, Liver, sorry, Liverpool, uh, where the club captains were matching jackets to denote their position. So and Bobby Jones liked that. So that's how, you know, he come up with the idea that that the Masters are going to all have the green jacket and it's just going to be a tradition that started. Uh, I don't know what year it started in the late thirties probably. So he he gets this idea from seeing them over in Europe, yep. likes it, and then says, "You know what? I'm going to do it for the winner of my tournament." Which, by the way, I don't know if there's a trophy tradition ceremony at the end that is more special. Everybody knows the green jackets. Did you know this? Because I had a feeling one of you were going to say that. The minor league baseball team there in Augusta is the Augusta Green Jackets. I mean, that's just kind of – I didn't know that. Yeah, I, know that I knew it because I went to college down there. And it's just so – you hear the term green jacket, you know what it's talking about. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's another piece of sports memorabilia. I mean, a Super Bowl ring is pretty amazing. But you think about how many people get a Super Bowl ring, yeah. you know, all the faculty and staff and the te- teammate. It's one a year. Yeah, and when Jim Nance leaves – it's going to be totally different because it's always Jim Nance's voice that in does. Butler Cabin. That's yeah. where they go, Butler Cabin, yeah. after they win. And they recognize the Masters champion and also the low amateur. So, and I, what another, another cool thing about it, and correct me if I'm wrong, everybody that's won one before is standing there with no. their green jacket. No? The, the year before. Just the year before. So, the year before's champion puts the jacket on that year's champion. So what happens if someone wins back to back? Okay, so I, I read that today as well. I'm glad you have that answer because when didn't. when uh, Jack Nicholas won, it was the first time it had ever been won back to back. Okay, Jack Nicholas won in like '65 or '66, for example. So in '65, the previous year's champion put it on him, and then the next year there was nobody there to put it on him, so he put it on himself. But after that, you know, the people, the chairman, 
and them guys, if it's a back-to-back champion, they'll help them put it on. Really? Yeah. Wow. So That's pretty special, though. Yeah, and, you know, it's actually not green. Well, it is green, but it's it's rye green, and it's called Pantone 342 is the actual color. That's the Pantone for it, 342. Yep. Wow. So, yeah, because I, I've got some friends that are in design and stuff that you have to have the Pantone for it, and that's the – that it that is incredibly interesting to me. So that can I, it can takes I, two months. Let me just throw these out to you. It says that it's a three button single breasted single vent featuring the Augusta National Golf logo on the left chest pocket, which is obvious. We've yeah. we've all seen that. And it also the logo also appears on the brass buttons, which is pretty cool because you I can't didn't know see that. those. Wow. Um, the typical weighted wool, roughly two and one half yards per jacket, comes from Fortsman Co. Mill in Dublin, Georgia. So it's made in Georgia. Yep, but the emblems are made in Weaverville, North Carolina. Hmm. Really? Yep. So, wow. So made in Georgia and North Carolina, probably the most, un, most, what's the word? Prestigious for yep. sure. Prestigious honor in golf, absolutely, is to get a green jacket. And the last two things I'll say about it is the owner's name stitched inside of the jacket. And I don't want to say this because I, I, I did some research, but I'm not 100% on – I'm pretty sure that they have to return the jacket the next year. And then they have to leave it there, I think. I could be wrong. So they only – well, I've heard – and, I, and I think Bubba, Watson, Bubba Watson, when he said after he won his first one, they asked – he was in an interview and they asked him, he goes, well, what's it like winning the – you know, have you been stormed by people? And he said, well, I lit, he goes, I was in my apartment in New York – and I put it on and walked around, and nobody came. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> nobody even talked to him, he said. I, I mean, went, went in the green jacket and then walking around with it. I would just like to try one on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, you <laughs> that's not going to happen. No. But that, no. that <laughs> I would love – I would absolutely love that, though. It takes – it costs $250 to make it, and uh, I said two months, but it actually takes about a month to make it. Wow. Well, that is cool, and I and I, I'm glad you. I knew one of y'all going into this. I knew one of y'all would pick that. That'd be the one I pick. I, I mean, the Green Jackets tradition, like no other, as they say. And that tradition, as I just looked, I just see it right now. 1949 is when the Green Jacket started, actually. Wow. All right. So now that's hard to follow, but we got DJB Willie. Is <laughs> is. Is there one that you particularly like? So, you know, you call me at like 5 o'clock and say, hey, you're going to be on the podcast. That's how we do. And, and find the find a trophy. <laughs> so, I did I did find one. It's got an interesting story. It's called the Watermaker Trophy. Watermaker. So, Aaron, he knows exactly what tournament that gets. Yeah, it's the PGA. Yeah. In the PGA Championship. Championship. So, this is a major two. Yep. Yes. Okay. And you, I, I asked you earlier, you did not know, Charlie, what tournament. I didn't. No. So, this trophy, so I did a little bit of research here. It's two foot tall, weighs about 27 pounds. It is made from, well, the guy that came up with it was Rodman Watermaker. He was a businessman and owned a a department store. But that trophy got lost. Really? Yeah, so it got lost. What, the what, original trophy the got lost. The original trophy got lost. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What year are we talking about? So, Watermaker, he... I'm trying to pull up notes here. I I'm, I'm, I, I want to know how old this was. Like, So, when he decided... So, back in, the, back in 1916. Wow. Professional, professional golfs were hired. 
professional golfers. There wasn't no tournaments. And, and so he wanted to make a league. Okay. So him and a bunch of other guys came together to make a league, and he spent $2,500 as the prize money. Which for, is a lot of money back, in 1916. Yeah, 1916. Yes. You're talking about a lot of money. So he was a big fan of golf, and when he – when he got this trophy, he wanted it to be the biggest and the best trophy there was. And they call this trophy the Stanley Cup of Golf. Okay. Yep, I've heard that before. Because it's how big and bulky it is. Yeah. So, in 1916 is when they started. And then they had their first event. And this guy by the name of Walter Hagen. Oh, yeah. He, he was you a, just said that no, no, very nonchalantly. Do you know who that is? Well, I mean, he's he's won the PGA. He's a golf great. Oh, yes, he he's is. He's one of the old guys. Time out. Brandon, Brandon, when it comes to golf, he, he's played golf. Right now, yeah. he's probably he's more into disc golf. Absolutely. So, but he don't know the pro- history, but I'm glad you did this research. Yeah, so I did a lot of research. I'm trying to put it on my, you know. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm just saying, Walter Hagen is it, a, it's that's a really big name. So, he won his first – he won one out of five PGA championships. In 1921, he did not – he won, and he won until 1924. So, he won four in a row. Walter Hagen won four PGA championships. That's correct. By the way, is that the oldest major, the PGA championship? No, the Open would be. Uh, Probably the Open, yeah. Okay. And so, back in them days, whoever won that trophy had to bring the trophy back for the next year. It wasn't kept in the clubhouse. Not then. Well, in 19, I believe, 1923 and 1924, they kept asking him, where's the trophy? And he kept saying, I'm going to win it. I'm not bringing it. So he wouldn't bring it to the events. Wow, that's, that's kind of arrogant. Yes. And so, well, in 19, let's see, 1928, he got beat. And by some guy, Leo, I don't know what his last name is. And when they asked, where's the trophy at? He said, well... I've lost it. Wow. So probably <laughs> he was making that up. Yeah. So so probably the biggest trophy in sports at that time, because you think major, you know, major league sports or professional sports is not a huge thing. No. So this is probably if he put that much money into it, one of if not the biggest trophy in sports of that time. And Walter Hagen's lost it. Okay, my thing is, is you don't lose that like in the corner. <laughs> so I, if it's if it's that big <laughs> and it weighs twenty two pounds, if it's that, it kind of goes to show you how great this guy is. Because we're just talking about the green jacket. If you if I were somehow have a green jacket, I'm that's going to be in case absolutely on the wall, safe, yeah, yeah or boy. on the wall or something. <laughs> like so, the only way you're getting it is if you steal it. I right. want to know where it's at. So you think about this man. He's got the biggest best trophy of the time. He's so good that he loses it. <laughs> That's ridiculous. To well, me. so what happened? So in nineteen, so what they're saying back in after he won his second tournament, that he went off the party because uh, he his victory. Yeah. So he said he left it with the taxi driver and said, "Here." That was dumb. He said, "Here, yeah. Why would you leave that?" <laughs> he said, "Here, take this back to the hotel." Well, that's the last time he ever ever saw it. Okay, Mike. Did they ever find it? Wait, I'm getting to that. Okay, okay. So, Brandon, you are a story. <laughs> I love. I love. I'm into. I'm into the story. I know. 
so for many years they couldn't find it. Okay. And so they had to make a different kind of trophy. It was not even called. It wasn't even a replica of it. No, it wasn't even called the same name oh, anymore. Wow. And I can't remember what they named it. But like in nineteen, I believe it was like nineteen thirty, they found it in the basement in a box uh, of his house. Of his head, well, where his headquarters used to be. That how they they don't know even how it got there. They think the taxi driver dropped it off at the front of the hotel, and the hotel just sent it to his headquarters. And they finally found it. Did Walter find it, or did somebody somebody else, else found it? I'm sure Walter was dead. Probably. Um, well, what year was it? 1930. No, Actually, dead. 1931 is when they found the trophy. It was wow. a janitor found it while he was cleaning the basement of the building that once was the house that Walter Hogan, Walter Hagen. Walter Hagen golf products were made out of. That wow. is a crazy story. I now, had no idea. And since after that happened, now they don't get the real trophy anymore. No, they get a replica. They get a replica. Because all the names are engraved on the real one. But in, their in, name's still engraved. Yes, but now it's at the, uh, it's in somewhere in, I believe, Florida now at the the court. At one of the Hall of Fame plate. I, wow. I'm looking for it. But yeah, that was an interesting story. Yeah. You but there's kidding. also been a couple of other accidents that's happened with this trophy or with even the replicas of it. They've had the lid fall off several times. Roy McElroy done yes, that. Yes, in 2014. He sure did. did. That, he picked it up and it, the lid fell off of it. Yeah. It's I, in a picture. On the internet. I need to look that up because I'm not even familiar with what that trophy looks like. It's huge. Yeah, it's, you know it, what the Stanley Cup looks like. Yeah. It's that big. It's that big, yeah. Now, that, now I, I'm going to talk about this. That was incredible. I had no idea. What history behind that trophy? Um, I, I want to go see it now. I just <laughs> – yeah, I, I want to go see – look at that trophy. Uh, it's actually in the headquarters in Texas. Texas. Okay. Well, if I ever make a trip to Texas, I'm going to go to two places. I'm going to go to Bucky's. <laughs> gas station. Have y'all been to a Bucky's? I've heard. But there's a Bucky's going to be close to us soon. Well, Pigeon Forge is getting one built right I've now. I've heard all kinds of things about this. Bucky's is unbelievable. But I thought that was an interesting story. It's oh, very interesting. Trophy. I'm so glad we brought B. Willie on today. <laughs> yeah. That was, that that was, was a, a good story. I was not expecting that. Now, so here, obviously disc golf is not going to have the tradition or the stories like that because they haven't been playing. But let me, let me go ahead and give you the rundown. My favorite trophy – is well let me tell you some good ones first that they just got a new major in disc golf this year called the champions cup and i really like this trophy okay it's like your normal you know kind of you know what's the term cup trophy but it's got chains hanging off of it so it looks good but it's got chains to kind of signify disc golf which i thought that's you know it's pretty cool and if you see the picture of it is it a major trophy yeah it's a major and so, and then the USDGC, it's kind of your, that's the United States Disc Golf Championship. It's like a big glass plate with a podium and their name. But my favorite is probably the Preserve, which they just played a few weeks ago. I told you about Kel Visca on an old golf course, kind of like North Cove, where he's transferred. And, and I like it just because it, it, it's one solid piece of wood and it's like this big old bear on this holding on to a tree and it's huge it's probably four feet tall and the men when they get it it's kind of become tradition to hold it up over their heads but it's so heavy they can hardly do it and so what happens is I I like it because it's so what's the word um it just ties in with that tournament where that tournament is you get what I'm saying what's the bear got to do with it well it's the preserve like an animal for animals and so it's very 
out in the wilderness and they have yeah. bear there. So, you know, I feel like if we had one in North Carolina, we could also do somewhat to the same trophy. Oh, for sure. Because there's yeah. so many bear here. We but could it, do gnats. Or, but, big, or Bigfoot. Or, or gnats or Bigfoot. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just love the fact that it is so specific to where it's at and they actually carve their name on it and they get a ring. Do they get to take it? They don't, but they get the ring to take and their name gets carved on it. And I think it's a cool – it's personally my favorite in disc does, golf. Where does it stay? They're at the preserve, at that, at yeah, that course. At that course, so you know every, which I think is cool because here's the, here's the deal, something like a ring you can take around, you can have, you're not going to have that big old trophy in your house. I mean, you might, um, but it's pretty cool. So that's pro- probably my favorite. Before we get into tournament talk for tonight, real quick, now mine and other sports, we've already mentioned it. My f- probably favorite trophy, and it's just because of the tradition of it. In all sports, um, outside of the ones would be would be the Stanley Cup because it's so old. There's mistakes on the Stanley Cup, like misspellings, because it's just so old. Didn't and when know they, that. Yeah. Do y'all have one like a nut that stands out to you, like like not golf? Yeah. <laughs> like any particular sport? I mean, I guess the Larry O'Brien. Larry O'Brien. Mm-hmm. That's ain't that basketball. The basketball trophy. The NBA. Yeah, the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's I pretty mean, special. Yeah, it's not. I mean. It is not. It's obviously really special because none the, of us know what it really yeah, is. <laughs> the Larry O'Brien. Yeah, I did know. I know that. Uh, the Lombardi. I mean, yeah. the Super Bowl, of course. World Series with all them little things on it. Those out. are. That's a cool trophy. That is a cool trophy. World Series trophy is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but honestly, if it came to trophies. The green jacket. Is the green or an Olympic medal. Yeah. That would be pretty amazing to have yeah. an Olympic medal. So, all right. Anyway, that good conversation there. Let's move on to the next segment: tournament talk. Tournament talk. So we've had a few weeks where we haven't got to discuss it due to the interview and being out of town. But real quick, let me give you a rundown of what's happened in disc golf. Okay. So I mentioned the Preserve Trophy. Well, that tournament took place a couple weeks ago. Listen to this. I'm listening. So, on the female side, Paige Pierce took it down. And she won pretty handedly. Good tournament, and it suits well for her. A lot of distance. She took it down because she has a lot of distance. The course needs that. A name you probably haven't heard of in the disc golf world, Bradley Williams. Now get this. Bradley Williams, last time he won was six years ago on 6-26, June 26. That's the last six years ago, and it was the very first disc golf pro tour event up in Maple Hill the vibrant open. So he le- he wins six years later. Guess the date. Seven, seven. Six, 26. Oh. On the same date, six years later, wins yeah. his own his only other pro tour. Bradley Williams out of Texas. Super smooth for y'all getting into disc golf. Study his form. It's effortless. It's so nice. But he takes it down for him. And then we had the U.S. Women's. You heard me talk about that last U.S. Women's, uh, which is a major for them. You had Haley King. Haley King's a young lady. She took it down. She just started her sponsorship with Innova this year. She hadn't played a lot this year, but she takes it down. Super cool. And then this past weekend we had, um, oh goodness, Idlewild which is up in Burlington, Kentucky, probably my favorite course, one of my favorite courses. And you had on the women's side, you had – oh, it's leaving me. On the women's side – excuse me. On the men's side, you had a new guy named Isaac Robinson take it down. 
young guy, hasn't played much, toured much this year, um, got all the tools in the bag. And then on the women's side, you had Katrina Allen, world champ from last year, take it down. So that's what's been nice. happening in the world of disc golf. Next thing in disc golf is we have the European Open and the President's Cup. Which, which is just like the Ryder Cup in golf. You have uh, – they'll go over there to Europe, and you'll have uh, – I believe it's uh, – let me see exactly how many it is. You have some for the – of course, for the men and some for the ladies. Uh, or They're on the same team. Excuse me. So Team USA, captain is Big Germ, who's, been, who's around this area. Big Germ. Katrina Allen – um, and Paige Pierce are the ladies. Then you got Adam Hammes, Calvin Heimberg, Paul McBeth, Eagle, Ricky, and Ricky Wysocki. Oh, it's co-ed. Yeah, it's co-ed. It's a little different in that way. But they play, They play. I think, one like best disc and then one match play round. And then um, familiar names on the Europe side is uh, Nicholas Antila, Lori, I'm going to mess up her name, Littonen, Simon Lazat's playing for the Europe team, Evelina Salonen, Albert Tom, Kristen Tatar and Vano Makalela. Um, that's the Europe. So, and then of course you have the European Open, which is coming up, and I'm excited because they haven't been in Europe for a few years. But that's not this week, but next week. So we'll talk about that more next week's podcast. So can two men play a man and a woman? No, they'll. I, I believe the women will play the women. But oh, so yeah. there's not. But there's two teams. women on each team. I got you. So yep. So. That's it for disc golf. What do we got tournament talk for the golf side of things? What was the last tournament we talked about? We we well we didn't really who won the travelers because that was the last one we didn't talk about. Xander Schauffele. Xander Schauffele. Yeah. Okay. The guy that was leading the travelers was Sahith the Gala, something like that. Mm, well said. Yeah. God bless you. <laughs> That's a tough one. And he's a young guy and he's not been on tour long and he had the lead going into eighteen. Well, he didn't have the lead. He was tied with Schauffele. And he made double bogey on 18, and Shafle won. So he choked. He could have made par and went into a playoff, and he hit it. I think it was left off the tee, and then he hit it into the bunker, and it plugged. It looked like a fried egg in there. And what, anybody that plays golf knows if you get a plugged lie in the bunker, you will get no spin, and it's really tough to get it close to the hole. Yeah. And he didn't, and he made double. Uh-huh. So Wow. I, I don't know. So not as much choking as maybe just a little unlucky, too. Well, and he's young. I mean, he's never been in that situation before. Yep. Uh, then after that, the June 30th, July 3rd, was the John Deere Classic. Okay. And that was at TPC Deer Run, and that was won by J.T. Poston, who is from Hickory. I was about to say, I've heard that name. Hickory, before. North Carolina. He went right to, up the road he from went us. went to Hickory High. Really? Yep. And uh, he, he won wire to wire. Really? Which means... Anybody that don't know means he had the lead at the end of the first round, and he had it every round after. Has he won before? I think it's his third, second or third. Well, shout out because we got yep. listeners around. Yep. Man, it'd be it'd be neat to get him on the show. Probably not, but probably not. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> it neat. would be fun. All right. So then you have two this week. You had the Barbersaw, and then you had the Scottish Open, and the Scottish Open's a big deal because it's over obviously in Scotland, and the Barbersaw is to people who are trying to get into next week's Open. Okay. Or, well, it's this week. Now it's tomorrow. Yeah. Starts to, well, starts Thursday. So, Trevor Mullinex won that at 25 under. So, he will get an automatic bid into the Open. Wow. And then the Scottish Open was Xander Schauffele again. Wow, he's on fire. Two, two tournament starts in a row, and he's won both. Now, that's crazy, but I want to talk about this. Okay. Tyler Mullinex, what did you say his name was? 
Trevor Mullinex. Trevor Mullinex. So was he? Pro- he probably was not going to the open before. Absolutely not. So you think about this. It's no strike. So it's he Trey. he wins Sunday, right? Yep. He wins Sunday and then has to figure out how to get plane tickets <laughs> to Scotland. Yeah, he ain't got no Wh- problem with that. Which I'm, I'm sure, but I mean, just think about the <laughs> the switch of your mindset. Yep. Like, I mean, even you can go into it feeling good, but to win the thing, if you got to win to get in. Man, that's a pretty quick turnover. Okay, hey, I'm going to Scotland now. Right. You know, so, I mean, just a switch. In, I know it's probably no – financially it's not tough, but, man, what a what a switch in your mindset. To have and to then do. especially going to that course. Because now he's going to he's gonna have to get a practice round in too, right? So, I mean, he's probably – you know, with traveling and everything, he's going to have one day, maybe two, to get some practice rounds in. That's, yeah. that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, that brings us to the big story, the Open coming up. At the old course. And Andrews, St. Andrews, Scotland. where where golf began, yep. apparently. So I mean, what I mean, I'm new. So all someone the, like me, all the big names. What? But tell me about the course. Like what? What are we dealing with here? You're dealing with high winds. You're dealing with huge greens. You're dealing with pot bunkers in the fairways that if you hit them in, you will not You're advance getting, it more yeah. than fifty yards. So staying on the fairways vital. Yeah, but here's the thing about those those. Um, What's the word? Uh, the uh, the type of course. It's a uh, links. Yeah, links. Thank you. Look at you. I just <laughs> heard that term. Before. So it is a links style course. So they, you know, they can hit two. What iron. does that mean, by the way? It's just the layout of it. Okay. Like, no, like most of the time, there's not any trees. It's all flat. Well, it's not flat, but it's all exposed. Like at the Scottish Open, they were hitting two irons, three hundred and fifty yards because of the roll. There was a hole. So it's hard. Like the ground's hard. Yeah. There was Do you a, try to land it on the green or land it on no, the fairway? That, well, it just depends on where you're at. They were driving, I think, I know at least one person drove a 418 yard hole at the Scottish Open. Because the ground's so hard. Yeah. And the wind, the wind was 20 miles per hour with them. Wow. <laughs> so, and, you know, I heard Phil say it a few years ago. He, he ended up winning at Muirfield in 2013, I think, he won the Open. Yeah. And he, after that round, he said, that's the best tournament, that's the best round I've ever played in my life. He said, I, th- I always thought coming over here I didn't have the game to win, and it all clicked for him that week. So it's a whole different, like you you play here and then you go over there, and it's just a whole different. It's just different. Wow. Not that I know that from experience, but just watching it on TV, it's different. So... I mean, again, Anthony's not here, so we. I mean, we could still do picks. Do Do you have? I mean, yeah. I mean, Tiger's playing. Yeah. I just hope Tiger makes the cut. Honestly, yeah. You got to pick to win. Tiger's it, won there before. Uh, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go at a not so popular pick, and I'm gonna go Billy Horschel. Okay. Billy Horschel has won this year. Okay. He went to Florida, and he's actually won a FedEx Cup before too. And Billy's been playing good. For some reason, that name's been sticking to my head lately. So, I'm going Billy Horschel. I I am just going to say this because I, I told myself I'm not going to pick an American. But who is the guy from Australia? Cam, Cam Smith. I'm going to pick Cam. I'm going to pick Cam Smith. Do you that's think a good, that's a legitimate that's a good, pick? Yeah, that's a good pick. Okay. The, the only reason I am is because when I watched – what was the last major? No, the Masters. The, the what I the camera was on him and he was just killing it. I don't man, this guy's good. So he's he got twenty five he, to one odds to win it. He's really Who, good. who's got the best odds? Rory, of course. Why? Because it's there in Europe. Where Nine to one. It's just Rory. And then who would be second? Then Xavier, Xander Shuffler. Yeah, he's fourteen to one. 
Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't bet against Xander because he's won two weeks in a row. Yeah. I mean, it would be hard to win three in a row, but. But, but what were the styles of courses? Probably different styles. No, that he won the Scottish Open in Scotland. Oh, wow. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be hard to go. Do you got to pick, Brandon? I'll go with – I think I'll just go with Jordan Spieth. Okay. I mean. Spieth's won an Open. Yeah. And his game has – he's changed his swing, and it, it looks horrible. You don't think it looks good? <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's working for him. But. I, w- I wouldn't know the nuances of a swing. Like, some people say that's such a pretty swing in golf, and I don't really. Jim Furyk's swing is I horrible. could tell the difference yeah. in his, but but he's won some. Oh, he won an he's Open. He won a U.S. Open it. in 2003. I know yeah. Phil's playing in it. Yeah, yeah Phil, Phil has struggled since he started back. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's about it for tournament talk. Um, we'll see. We'll see who wins the Open. I, I will be trying to pay attention to the most – or, but so, real again, real quick with the picks you have Billy Horschel, Brandon, Jordan Speed, and I had who did I say? Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Oh, so, Cam we'll Smith. see, we'll see who at least finishes best out of them. And then maybe we need to buy each other. The losers have to buy the winner like a coffee or something. I don't drink coffee. You can okay. buy me a Red Bull. A Red Bull sounds fine. Okay. All right. Well, we're about to wrap it up. Um, now you got a tournament you're playing in this weekend, ain't you? I do. I do have a tournament um, in Spartanburg, South Carolina, the pipeline. So, yep. Uh, I've never played the course before, and I don't know if I'll get a chance to. But I've won a tournament where I've never pl- where I've went and played blind. Sometimes, Sometimes I don't overthink it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just get in there and throw the shot I think I need to throw, and I'm not overthinking it and do better. So I'm I'm actually playing this weekend. I'm playing um, ball golf. I know y'all love that term. <laughs> I don't mind it. Anthony's the one who hates us. At uh, Grassy Creek in Spruce Pine, I'm playing in the member guest up there with uh, my captain from the sheriff's office, Shannon Smith. Shout out, Shannon. How many rounds? Even though you don't ever watch the podcast. (laughs) How many rounds? (laughs) It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Well, good luck on that. Brandon is getting into disc golf, and we're going to get him in a tournament pretty soon. Yeah. I've got to get in one, too. Yeah. Just We find a novice division real quick. So, real quick, what I'm going to have – Brandon do is pull up the um, um for our game tonight and we'll be finished right after this the world rankings in golf okay and then what I'm going to have Aaron do is name as many as you can but if you go out of order one time so if you you were to name 1 2 and 3 right but then you name 5 you and get, then name 4 yeah if you go out of order, you're wrong. Now, you don't have to name all of them. You get what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to name 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. But if you were to name 1, 2, and then 6, and then 5, and went out of order, does that make sense? Yeah, but what do you mean? I'm done? You're done. So, I want to see oh, how wow. many you can get. So, like, you could, like... All right, number one. So I know the number one golfer in the world right now is Scotty Scheffler. All right, so you got number one. And I would imagine they change every week, and I don't yeah. know if they've updated since Xander Schauffele's been winning. I think John Rahm's number two. He's not number two, but I'll tell you that. But Are they updated? When's the last update? Let me know that. I don't know. So, 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 right, so let me just tell you for this one. So the number you said – who did you say? I'm sorry, Scotty Scheffler, and then John Rom. He's in the top five. Yes, he he's number. Th- so if you were to, he's number three. All right, let me let me All do right, this. Here's the official one for, from. Let me PGA do this. Himself. Let me ask you, American or not? Because that will help me. I don't know. It doesn't it, say. It don't have their flags. No. Okay, go ahead. All right, so Scotty Scheffler. Yes. 
Is Xander number two now? No. What? Mm-mm. Okay, so John Rom's three. Okay. Cam Smith's in there somewhere. He's six. So right now you've got three right. Now there's some in there that I wish I would have looked at this earlier. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So as soon as you get one out of order, you're Okay. Let me think of number two real quick. Let me see. No, you can't do two. You've already named three, so you got to keep just going down to someone who's ranked worse than them. Oh. So you said Scotty Scheffler. I can go way down if John, I want yeah, to. Yeah, but then, but then you don't get as many. Right. So we're trying to see. I mean, so right now you got three. So okay. you got Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm. Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Cam Smith's number six. I'll tell you that. Xander Schauffele. Yep, you lost. He's number five. What in the world? Yep. He's number five. Here's the top ten. Scotty, Scotty Scheffler, Roy McIlroy, John Rahm. Roy's back number two. Patrick Cantlay. Oh, yeah. Xander Shoffley, Cameron Smith, Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, yeah. and Matt Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Oh, but look, Jordan Spieth's number 12. Them all make sense. Yeah, Jordan's really come back up this year. Random, if you can guess who is and i know this guy who is 33 in the world right now is he american yes that's all i'm giving you uh joel damon no bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, he's really fell off last too. one i'll try last one i'll try all right ah, i don't think don't he, go way down okay let me let me okay i'm, I'm gonna find a nice even number okay i think <laughs> i've heard this one number 50 oh or go way down is okay, he is on. he american yeah uh i don't know Go back up closer to the top. Uh, it was Justin Rose. Oh, yeah. I mean, them guys have already moved over to Live Tour, so. All right, number 20. Well, Justin Rose. Number 20. Number 20. Is he American? Yes. And I know him. You know him? Mm-hmm. Um. Do, do, do. <laughs> Jeopardy. Justin Thomas. No. no. Top I have no idea. Yeah, Justin Thomas was seven. Hmm. Number 20, who you got? We got to end the show. I know. I'm going to give it my best guess here. Number 20, been playing decent but not been playing great. I'm going. This is hard. Yeah, you think? All right. Give, was, give, me, give me a hint. He's on Can the, you give he's me won a, a major. He's on the live tour now. Oh, Lord. We get done. Sergio. No. No, he, Brooke, he said Brooks, he's American. Brooks Kepka. That's so dumb. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, once again, congratulations to Drew Price for winning the disc. Trash. Hope you <laughs> hope you enjoy it. Hope you like it. Thank you, Brandon Wilson, for being on the show tonight. Anthony will um, be back next week. If you need to contact <laughs> us, Golf versus Golf Facebook page or Golf versus Disc Golf at Gmail. Dot com. Anything else, fellas? Nope, I'm good. Like, share, get it out there, help us out. Help us out. Hey, thank you for the response. The response has been crazy. We've been growing every episode, so thank you all. But until next time, whether it's swinging a club or throwing a disc, go play some golf. We're out.